0: Hello, and welcome to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I'm Jen Zetrauer, and this is a podcast all about navigating life in your 20s. Here we have a lot of fun as we discuss what it's like to follow God into the somewhat daunting phase of life called adulthood. I have by no means mastered the sacred art of adulting, but I have plenty of wisdom and funny stories to share about how I have stumbled through this phase of my life. You're listening to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. Class is now in session. Hello, and welcome to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I hope you are having a fabulous week wherever you are. I know that I've had a really great week, and um, it's just been very full and fun and full of friends, and I'm looking forward to visiting with some of my family soon, and I am just as happy as can be. Speaking of family, one thing I'm loving this week (laughs) is how much I am like my mom. I've been noticing it more and more, (laughs) especially since Mother's Day, A few weeks back, I've just been thinking about how when I was a kid, I didn't know that I necessarily wanted to be like my parents because, you know, you're so familiar with the people that you live with and you just get so used to how they are and you just want to be your own person when you're a kid. But the older I've gotten, the more that I get so excited whenever I notice things about me that are just like my mom. Um, And so one of those things, I've talked about it a little bit before on the What's Next God podcast, but one of those things that is just like my mom is my love for popcorn. So a few weeks ago, I was holding back from eating popcorn and any kind of grains because um, of a specific way I was eating for a little bit, but I have brought popcorn back into my life. And I have not stopped eating it since. And I remember growing up, um, my mom would often eat popcorn for dinner. And today I was popping some popcorn for a snack and I was like, this is just like my mom. (laughs) So I don't know if any of you guys out there um, like are slowly realizing that you're more like your parents than you thought. But like every day I'm like, I am becoming Tanya Zetrauer. And I think I I think it's a good thing. Um, But that's not what today's episode is all about. (laughs) Today, I wanted to talk about personal style. So personal style is super important because I think it's like an outward expression of who you are on the inside. Um, There was this one time when I was in college that um, a sweet lady at my church came up to me and said, Jen, I just wanted to tell you how much your personal style means to me. And I was taken aback. I was like, "Why in the world like would would what I wear have an impact on someone. <laughs> like, that kind of seems weird, but she was like, The bright, vibrant colors that you wear are such a message of the heart that you have inside. And I can just see God spilling out even in your wardrobe and in your fashion. And I remember that kind of like set something on fire inside of me to make every part of my life an expression of the Lord, um, even down to what I wear. So, um, I've talked in a couple of episodes ago. I talked about um, growing in confidence and um, talked about how to be confident in who you are and your authentic self. And one thing that really helped me on my journey with becoming confident was um, whenever I started to feel established in my sense of personal style. Um, I also wanted to be transparent and talk about how recently I've kind of struggled with this because I'm like in my late 20s and I'm kind of in this place of like, I'm too old to be dressing like an 18-year-old And I'm too young to be dressing like a 40-year-old and it's kind of hard to figure out what's the most appropriate thing to wear while still wanting to look cool. And so like all year long, I've just been like, I feel like I'm too old for this and I feel like I'm too young for this and I just don't really know what to do. But I thought it would be really fun to kind of take you through my style evolution throughout my life, because I've had some really fun and awkward phases of personal style. So um, I was born in 1992, so uh, my childhood was spent in the 90s, and so I wore what all the 90s kids wore. Like, I wore tons of... um, What are they called? They like have a thing that goes around your foot. I think it's called stirrup pants. I wore a ton of stirrup pants, scrunchies. Um, One thing, like, I don't know if this was actually a 90s kid thing or just like my mom decided to dress me in this, but I wore so many sweatsuits. Like, Like mix and match sweat sweatshirt and sweatpants, and to this day I hate sweatpants because they make me feel too hot. But when I was a kid, like looking back at on all the pictures I have, I'm always like wearing a sweatsuit and tennis shoes, and I've got my hair up in a scrunchie, and I've got my bangs going on, and like I don't know if that was what a lot of ninety kids wore, but that that was what I wore, Um, and so. Then I transitioned into middle school, which, like, it was so rough, guys. When I was in middle school, the school that I went to had uniforms, so we had to wear a red, white, or blue um, button-up shirt, like a polo, and khaki or navy pants or skirts. And it it was just really tragic. I just want you to imagine this with me. This is a, an outfit I can specifically remember from that time in my life. I had like this red um, button-up shirt with this like knee-length corduroy khaki skirt. And there was this trend for like a small period of time where you would like take a scarf and tie it around your um, your pants like a belt. So I had like a corduroy skirt with this terrible scarf belt and then Ugg boots. And I'm pretty sure I thought that I was like the coolest person in the world. And when I look back on those pictures, I cringe. So middle school, my personal style was whatever we had to wear for uniforms. And then when I went to high school, which was like 2006 to 2010 ish, um, it was like a weird time in my life because, um a lot of my friends dressed um very scene if you know what that is it's like the the trends that came after the emo phase but before the hipster phase so it, i guess it was referred to as scene um and that's like i don't know i don't think my mom would let would have let me dress like that so i still was dressing in like <laughs> like whatever you wear after you get out of wearing uniforms, but it's still the early 2000s. So it was just, it was kind of tragic. I feel like if I remember correctly in high school, I mostly just wore a bunch of my theater t-shirts with jeans and tennis shoes (laughs) and like no makeup because my mom wouldn't let me until I was older. And there is like a trend on the internet right now where people are talking about how like middle schoolers these days have no idea what it was like for us because now middle schoolers, they have access to like you know instagram and influencers and vloggers and so they ha- they know more of like what's relevant and what's cool but all we had when i was that age was like magazines and then all the magazines were recommending that you shop at all these stores that are so expensive and my mom's like no you're shopping at old navy so <laughs> when when i was that age i, I was just kind of unfortunate but You know, you would think that by the time I got into college and I got to start experimenting with my personal style that I would have gotten cooler, but I feel like I actually just went through an even worse phase of trying to figure out my personal style. So um, around my college age was when I started going to um, church and I was on a couple of different praise teams. And on our praise teams, we all had like a specific kind of dress code at that time, and so I remember like my closet was full of like solid color shirts because we always matched. So like solid color, bright shirts like red or blue or yellow, and um, we'd wear like flared jeans and a blazer and <laughs> really high heels. And it was just not a good look. And I remember there was also like a phase where I wore a bunch of flower headbands. I think I even wore toms. I would put some toms in with the mix of all of this. (laughs) And it was just, I mean, I'm sure at that time I thought I looked great. But when I look back on the pictures, again, I, I cringe. So then whenever I got into like the later years of my college experience, I went through a strange phase that I refer to as the Goodwill menswear phase, where I wore a lot of giant flannels, sweaters, and um like just weird t-shirts. It was like a odd thrift store look. And to complete the look, I would wear like backwards hats, vans, and converse. And I have no idea why. <laughs> why I decided to dress that way. Um, and then, um, after that, I transitioned to my favorite, my favorite years of having, um, experimental personal style. And that was, um, in about 2014, um, I, had bleached my hair and it was silver white and it was super long. And so my hair was super eccentric. And in order to not look like, um, really scary, I had to wear a lot of makeup because you can't have like silver white hair. And then also, not have a lot of makeup on because you kind of look haggardly. like that. So I wore like super intense makeup and I just wore like the most eccentric outfits. I don't really know what I was thinking. I think around that time I was watching a lot of British fashion vloggers on YouTube and they kind of dressed like that. And I was like, yeah, this is a good look. So I just want to tell you, like when I moved to Hamilton, Alabama, I remember the outfit I was wearing that day and I feel like it captures its so perfectly. So I had my hair, my silver hair and a half up, half down ponytail with a big hot pink scrunchie. Um, and this was before scrunchies had made a comeback. So I got teased for the scrunchie. I had on hot pink lipstick, a ton of eyeshadow, and I was wearing acid wash overalls, acid wash overall shorts with like a daisy pattern shirt. And then Converse. I don't. I and like everybody looked at me like, "Where the heck did you just come from?" And but the funniest part was, I was just so confident with it. I was like, "Yeah, this is my this is my personal style." Um, but the longer I was in Alabama, the more mellowed out I got. I think I was trying to like look a little bit more sophisticated. So for a couple of years, I like mostly wore black on black or a lot of gray and neutral colors and i was just trying to look very minimal. I stopped wearing so much makeup and i dyed my hair dark 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 brown and cut it sh- super short for like the first time in my life. And it was like probably it was i don't think it's like that bad of a look, but um i kind of dressed like that for a few years and then i started my teaching job. And 2 weeks into my teaching job, a kid came up to me and was like, "Miss Z, why do you wear black every day? Are you really sad?" And was, I began to think like, "Oh, me wearing all black does not translate to these children that I'm a happy person. Like, I really am super happy and joyful, and I want to wear things that are a representation of that. And so, like for for work, I ended up buying tons of bright and floral and happy things because i feel like that's a good representation of my personality. Um, so all of that to say, I feel like now my current personal style um, is just, I wear lots of colors and lots of patterns. Um, I like to wear a lot of dresses and skirts because I like to feel very feminine. And I always have some kind of fun hair accessory going on. So I'm really into headbands right now. We'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that develops, <laughs> but um, with this topic of personal style, uh, we've we've looked down memory lane to see how mine has evolved through the years. And when I think about personal style, I think of an argument that I have with myself and others all the time about what's more imp- important: personal style or trends. So what I mean by that is, is it more important? to have a personal style that feels authentic and unique to you? Or is it more important to follow fashion trends and always be kind of relevant? Um, And I'm just going to, since this is my podcast, I'm going to tell you how I truly feel about it. And if I offend some people, I mean, I guess it's okay. I don't think that trends are a bad thing at all but i do have a sense of individualism inside of me that makes me want to be really unique and not follow trends and sometimes i even get annoyed when it when i feel the pressure to stick with trends or like people are going to think that i don't have a good sense of taste if i'm not wearing um stuff that's really trendy. Um so here's here's what I think about following trends versus sticking with your personal style. Trends um restrict you to what to wear what other people think is cool. Um, But if you have established your own personal style that allows you to state what's cool because you it's cool because you say so. Like you get to decide what um you're gonna wear what you're going to look like. And it's not based on what everybody else says is in style. It's based on what you want. Um, Also, trends cause you to spend so much money while you're always trying to keep up with what's what's cool at the moment. But I think when you have established your own personal style, you, you can wear things that are timeless and you're not like constantly shopping for stuff every season, but you have stuff that you like, that's just you. And it's going to last, um, through the time. So, um, I never want to be out of touch or like really weird. (laughs) Like I always have an awareness of like, what is trendy. I'm not like wearing stuff that's super counterculture and over the top. Um, but I just wear things that I feel like are good for the, the time we're living in right now, but that reflect my personality. Um, but like when it comes down to it, when we're talking about trends, I would rather feel authentic in what I like to wear than um, worry about what's trending right now. So I want to talk two about how do you find your personal style uh, maybe you're listening to this and you already have like a sense of personal style you like what you like you buy the same kind of stuff you um, you're happy with what you wear uh, but maybe you feel like you've gone through kind of what I've talked about like all of these weird phases you're trying to keep up with the trends and you're just your wardrobe is changing all the time I just want to give you a couple of tips on how to that you can find your personal style too So the biggest thing that I would say to start with is look through your closet, find your favorite outfits, like look and see what you wear the most and which clothes make you feel really awesome and amazing. And like, take note of what that kind of stuff is and like wear a lot more of that and buy more of those things that you feel like, you know, you're going to wear it. You know, it's going to make you happy. You know, you're going to feel confident. And then look through your closet and see what you never wear. Like what clothes still have price tags on them or what have you shoved so far to the back that you don't even know are in there? Like, why aren't you wearing these clothes? Did you buy it in a smaller size to like make yourself a promise? Like I'm going to lose weight and I can fit into this as a reward. Like why aren't you wearing it? Or is it like it doesn't flatter you or it's just not your style? Like if you have a lot of that kind of stuff, stop buying stuff like that or just get rid of it. Like get more of the stuff that you already know that you're going to feel comfortable in. So my biggest tip for finding your personal style is figure out like what your personality is and figure out what makes you comfortable and confident and then find more of that kind of stuff to add to your wardrobe over time. But I'll also add this disclaimer, be sure that you're being authentic to yourself, but dress for the occasion. Like if your vibe is like super cozy, but you're going to like a formal event, you can't just be wearing sweats to that formal event. Like take your style and learn how to, um, change it up for whatever occasion that you are going to be present to. So the bottom line is you don't have to be Trinity to have good style. Wear what you think is a good reflection of yourself and it will help boost your confidence. I hope that has been helpful. All right. So here is Jen's tip of the week. This week, I want to say in, um, pertaining to what we've been talking about with finding your personal style. My tip this week is let the kingdom beauty within you shine through so that the world can appreciate the source of that beauty. And I want to put a disclaimer here. Beauty is not exclusively a girl thing. Beauty is an expression of the kingdom of heaven. Um, beauty is everything about God's kingdom that is expressed in the earth that is pleasant. It's pleasant to the eyes, it's pleasant to the ears. It's something that, you know, fills you with goodness because beauty is like the aesthetic goodness of God that you can see and you can experience. So I just want to do a disclaimer here for any of the guys listening. When I'm talking about beauty, I'm not just talking about like American or Western standards of beauty. I'm talking about the tangible goodness of heaven that we can see around us in the earth. So I love to surround myself with beautiful and aesthetically pleasing things. And it's not because I'm a materialistic person or I need these things to feel like I have value, but I love to surround my uh, I love to surround myself with things that are beautiful because I feel like that's an expression of the kingdom of God that's inside of me. So it's like I don't like to have beautiful things or look beautiful because I need that to feel like I have value, but because I recognize the value of beauty, I like to have these things. So um, when you confidently present yourself um, to the world in a way that is beautiful or attractive, it shows that you value yourself and it's a demonstration of the beauty of heaven here on this earth. So I think it's a great thing to celebrate beauty in every area of your life, and um, that pertains to your clothes and your physical appearance too. So I was texting my friend Laura Pickard earlier, and I was asking her what she thought would be some good gender-neutral words for beauty, and (laughs) She she said a couple of things that pertain to beauty that I thought were just too good not to share. Um, And so she said, if we behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple, which is a reference to Psalm 24. No, no, no. Psalm 27. If we behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in His temple, that denotes that neither femininity or masculinity is involved with the word beauty. So beauty is a thing of God, not like a guy or girl thing. She had sent me like a list of synonyms for beauty, and they were kind of cracking me up because they they were some pretty out there words. So some like... Refinement, fascination, exquisiteness, winsomeness, handsomeness, allurement. One I don't even know how to pronounce. I'm probably going to botch it. Let's see. Pulchritude. <laughs> so, anyways, um, that was like, that was really good food for thought. Just thinking of like, literally, the psalmist. In Psalm 27 said, that's the one thing I desire of the Lord, to behold Him in His beauty and inquire in His temple. So the beauty of God is something that we should see in all of our lives. Um, So let the kingdom beauty that's within you shine so that the world can appreciate the source of that beauty. And now... Here is Jen's Guide to Quiet Time. Today, the scripture I want to share with you comes from Philippians 4, 8, which says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So today for our quiet time questions, instead of just asking questions, I want to provide you with a fun activity. (laughs) I'm going to create a template um, for you to fill in the blanks of what you want to meditate on and behold this week. So, um, I want you to pick something that pertains to each of these categories, and I'm going to create a little template on Instagram stories. And if you want to participate and join in on the fun, um, feel free to screenshot it and then put your answers in the template and share it. Um, and you can find that on my Instagram at Jen.Zetrauer, but the questions, um, that I have for you or the categories I'd like for you to think on this week are, um, I want you to think about something that pertains to each of these. So something that is true, what is someful? Fo- something that is truthful? Um, that word even means loving the truth. What is something that is true that you can meditate on this week? What is something that is noble, that's something that's honorable and has good character? What is something that's honorable and noble you can meditate on this week? And then what is something that is right? What is something that's upright and virtuous and um, something that makes you want to keep the commands of God? Something that is lovely. That means something that's innocent, that's clean, that's pure, Um, What is something that's lovely that you can meditate on this week? And lastly, pick something that is admirable and of good report. That's, that can be anything. Like these can be serious. They can be silly um, because God's in the silly stuff too. Like if, something that is admirable to you is pizza or chicken fingers. Why don't you meditate on those good things this week? Like pick something that is worthy of uh, praise, worthy of good report and meditate on those things this week. Um, I found that when I pick some good stuff just to think about, my mind just becomes a much better place to live in. So I love to end each week with a prayer and feel free to use this prayer as a guide to connect with the Lord more on this topic. This week's prayer goes like this. God, you are the source of everything that is good. All beauty and excellence comes from you. My one desire is to behold you in your splendor and beauty. I know that as I behold you, I will become more like you. I want to radiate with the excellence of the kingdom of God. Lord, I ask that everything about me from my character, to my personality, to my outward appearance would be a reflection and expression of your kingdom beauty so that as I shine, others will see you, the creator and the source of my light. Amen. Well, I'm so glad that you could join us for this week's podcast as we have dived into Jen's guide to finding your personal style. Um, If you want some more help on (laughs) finding your personal style, or if you have any funny phases of personal style that you'd like to share with me, you can find me on Instagram again at Jen.Zetrauer. And that is all for this week. We'll see you next time.